So what? We watch anime. So what? We play League. We're just having fun. We don't care who sees. So what? We stay in. It don't bother me. Living young, pale and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Reading Entertainment Podcast. Episode 315. For September 12th, 2021, my name is Nathan Reed Spruth. Joining me this day, we have Andrew Roe McFain. Hey, uh, Nathan, what's uh, what's 9 plus 10? 19? 21? What? Stupid. I. And we have Connor the Cyberpunk Monk Bash. That's a, that's a meme. And I really don't get it. It's it's just being mean to a child is what it is. <laughs> I, I don't understand why people are, are so like tee haha by that. I, I don't understand. Uh, it it only it only re arose in popularity because it was September tenth, twenty twenty one. Oh, I see. No. The date was nine ten twenty one. <sighs> so dumb. Which That's means so in dumb. October October ninth the the uh uk population is going to do the same thing so get ready for that stupid ass resurgence yeah that's i hopefully i won't i w- will still not be on twitter by then so uh i'm of course your host nathan reed spruth and i want to know what game or where where can we find you connor Riverwood website same place you could always find me and while we're plugging our stuff, one of those links I particularly want to point out to you is Clinton's Core Classics, a Rise of the Rune Lords first edition actual play podcast. And uh, great, great. And uh, there is a Twitter for that, by the way, at Clinton's Core. Uh, you yeah, can that also. Not blocked. Yeah, that Twitter's not blocked yet. Uh, uh, Roa, where can we find you? You can also go to a Roa.website. There's stuff there, there's a bunch of stuff. It's my stuff. It's your stuff. It's our stuff. Great. And uh, you can follow follow me, Nathan Reed Truth. I'm reading everywhere. You can find me on Twitch. You can find me on YouTube. You can find me on Mastodon soon, apparently. Uh, I have been indefinitely (laughs) suspended from Twitter, and I have no idea why. Um, You know what you did. I seriously don't. I seriously do like one time I got like a seven day suspension for telling somebody to fuck themselves with a cactus. And while I disagree with it, I did, I did laugh. Yeah. I thought this was fucking America. I know. I know. But like I got suspended from Twitter and this time they didn't even give me like a notice as to why they're just like, no, we don't like you. And I'm like, but what, like, what did I do exactly? Um, And I, and from what I see, from what I see, I didn't do anything uh, incorrect, uh, so I'm appealing it, but I have no idea what's going to happen with it. So you probably won't see me on Twitter for a couple of months. So if you want to hear, um, you're going to have to listen to the podcast, uh, go to my Discord, uh, which the link I believe is down below. Uh, go to my Discord or uh, follow me on, on Twitch and talk to me there. Uh, what games have you played this week, Aroa? Uh, man, I just keep on clicking in cookie clicker, you know? Why do you um, like bad games? I don't know, understand man. Cookie clicker. I 100% understand cookie clicker, and it's the same reason Aroa has a terrible World of Warcraft addiction. It's haha dopamine go boom boom when I make click click. Yeah. 
pretty much. I see. Uh, that said, I played very little WoW actually. Pretty uh, oh, good because the, there's no there's no dopamine to be found right now. You know, none. Just kind of waiting. Uh, related news. Uh, the the guild that was like 15 years old that uh, got the world first uh, kill on Ragnaros in uh, in WoW Classic a couple years ago. Uh, they've they've disbanded because WoW Classic is apparently a hellscape of bots and gold farmers and people keep boosting so you can't do a lot of the older content that that would require a group uh with random people oh i see i just no can't believe that they nailed the authentic wow classic experience so well they even got the <laughs> farmers they even got the power levelers so uh -huh. i i mean the only way you could play it then is if you had a group of people that you that that were the same level because they don't have level syncing in that game from what i understand right or a group finder oh that that would do it too so uh one of the neat things about like final fantasy 11 i know i talk about it too much but even back way back when uh there were certain things that you would do there's the chains of promethea um where you would do uh certain quests uh and those like raids or whatever you want to call them uh, were capped at like level 30 and so everybody who was there even if you had a max level character and you were going through this content because you've never played through it before or something um, or you were helping a friend you were then capped at level 30 so everybody was running through at the same level so you could actually help your friends who were lower level uh, which was which was nice so uh, and I, I don't think that WoW has any of that. I'm not sure. Like, if you if you go into, like, a level 30 dungeon? Uh, I don't know. Does it cap you? Uh, Not in Classic. Okay. Okay. In, in Modern WoW, uh, yeah, you can... They, they introduced level sync in the last expansion. I see. But, yep. Okay. Um so no also, wow. Oh, hey, uh, the new WarioWare came out. Oh cool. What about uh Final Fantasy 14? I haven't touched it. Ah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh anything else? Cookie Clicker? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, the new WarioWare. The, the new WarioWare came out. It's oh. it's good. It's a good time. And I assume that's for the Switch. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They've been cool. advertising the hell out of it. Uh yeah, it's not... I haven't seen it. It's not like I I don't see myself playing it to the same degree that I played like WarioWare touched or yeah. uh really any of the old WarioWares. It's just a very different feeling game. And I can't help but like every time uh these devs put out something that isn't Rhythm Heaven, it always just feels like they they would rather have been making a Rhythm Heaven. Yeah, um, then play a Rhythm Heaven game. I don't. I've never played it. Is it good? Oh, Rhythm Heaven. Yeah, those are those are fantastic. They're they're probably it's probably the most unique rhythm game series that I've ever played because it's like they they vehemently avoid uh using 
like the typical catch the note uh in in the bucket kind of gameplay yeah uh they they just they 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 keep coming up with new and interesting ways to pair rhythm game mechanics with with non-rhythm game visuals and it's it's really cool what about what about that there's a game for the playstation where you are a vector graphic writing a line i can't remember the name of it uh vib ribbon yes vib ribbon they Mm -hmm. like i assume you played those and or that game and i assume you like that game i yeah i like it um it's too complicated for me oh that Uh, makes sense because it's so that that's another catch the note in the bucket game but like whenever it is that kind of game i need something visual to tie together like the button that i'm pressing with what i'm doing on screen and in that case it's like you just have to know which button corresponds to which shape on the screen and it doesn't it doesn't mesh with my brain interesting okay did you anything else uh no nothing 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 important okay we're gonna move on we're gonna talk to the cyberpunk monk what games have you played this week I haven't actually gotten to play too many games. I've gotten a couple of rounds of Space Station 13 in, in such a way that I've been sort of forcing myself to play around with all sorts of fun new mechanics. Yeah. One of them, not new, but uh, new to me, I should say. One of them is being kind of Johnny on the spot with the teleporter. I've talked about using this before for, uh, you know, more nefarious reasons, getting around the ship wherever you want. Now that I've learned how to do it as an AI and have ultimately just about total control and view of the ship the teleporter is a very powerful tool so for example uh when the clown is causing trouble inside of his clown car which he got through means i don't quite understand yet and starts hitting people in the hallways we gotta stop that uh i managed to get him while he got out of his clown car to refill it and seconds later i had fortunately pre-programmed to go to jail button on the teleporter hit it and sent him to the brig well that's uh, good if you haven't played the game maybe that's not too impressive for you but this is usually things where you need to input coordinates manually i see and i see what you're the, saying uh, the, the benefit of being a benevolent overlord ai is when you get to see everything you could plan ahead so why did you send him to the brig and not into outer space and then send everyone else to outer space well, the reason for that, I need to remind myself exactly how it says, is um, law number one, you may not oh. injure a human being or cause one to come to harm. Oh, I see. I see. I gotcha. Not to say that I haven't caused harm to people as uh, an AI before, but usually I need someone's help in getting rid of that pesky law one. Yeah, that you can't be the direct cause of harm. Uh, so you have to like circumvent it at, in some way. There's ways that can clarify like sometimes the ship gets hit by an ion storm or you know sometimes someone's being a shitter and they write nefarious laws that are like um this one crew member or all crew members sometimes are not to be considered human anymore and that means that as a ship's ai it's kind of my obligation to make sure that parasites pests and vermin don't get out of control i see then i could start boarding people out into space so yeah like what you could have done theoretically 
is send him to the brig and then find the serial killer that's on the ship and send him to the brig and just see I what could've... happens. Another see... thing that I did to great effect when uh, terrorists took over the bridge on another uh, session that I was on, I had teleported canisters of plasma into there, which is like, uh, you know, like the, the, the fourth state of matter. It's like, it's like spicy air. And uh, while they were distracted doing dumb terrorist stuff, I just completely filled the bridge with plasma. Problem solved. Yes, that would... Uh, again, I needed somebody to clear that law for me that said uh, no crew members or people anymore. Feel free to do with them what you wish. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, did you play anything else? I'm trying to think about it. I played a little bit more uh, Fractured But Whole. I played a whole lot of getting caught up in editing Clinton's Core Classics. I'm... I'm uh I'm ahead of schedule now at this point, which is great. That's good. That's always good. And uh, I played manual labor, which is not video games. Yeah, I gotta go help somebody next week. Um, not with manual labor, but with setting up some ubiquity wireless access points at their house. Oh, um, I've been playing Arma Three too. Oh, uh, good. Three as well, more correctly, which is, I mean, it's not it's not Pavlov. I definitely have a preference in my my shooters. Yeah. It's well, it's not. it's not uh, VR, is it? It's not VR, no. It, it, yeah. I thought it was when I was looking at the description, but what they call VR mode is just, you know, training mode in any shooter. Oh, right. Like the, the VR missions in Metal Gear Solid 2. Yes, that is the exact mindset that they had with their naming premises. And unfortunately, yeah. that happened before virtual reality became a very popular uh, at-home Horror. craze. The yeah. VR missions in Metal Gear Solid VR missions on the PS1. Yes. The, Loser. The... I'm nice. sorry that I didn't make an even more outdated reference. <laughs> uh, and we're going to move on to me. Uh, Nathan Reed Spruth already said where you can find me. Uh, but what the games I played, uh, there's another game on that just released on Xbox Game Pass called Crown Trick. Uh, and that is, it's, it's all right. It's a roguelike game, roguelite game, however you want to classify it, where it's got a little bit of super hot. So the only, it's, it's, it's top down, but the enemies only move when you move that type of thing. So you have to kind of plan out what you're going to do and how you're going to be able to defeat the monsters. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a roguelike game, so it's, it's pretty challenging and it was, uh, it was pretty fun. Not the best roguelike game I played in the last year, which of course would be Hades. And if you haven't played Hades, why haven't you played Hades yet? I think it's on switch or it's coming to switch. It is. Yeah, it's on it's switch. It's on switch. I've played it. It's so good. It's so good. Um, and that's probably, yeah, if, if you're going to play a, a roguelike game to just play hades the crown trick if it's included it's included with game pass but you know what else is included with game pass hades uh so unfortunately crown trick is not going to do that well uh if you have to compare it to other games in the same genre that are way better uh played some yakuza like a dragon um it's uh it's a very unique game and um I I got new jobs for some of my characters, which I've yet to mention that on the podcast. 
their job system, it's very much like uh, Final Fantasy V or Final Fantasy Three, where you can just change your your characters into different jobs or what or classes. Uh, but I forget what the name of the class is that I gave the girl. Um, but the 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 class makes me feel uncomfortable because all of the outfits are super skimpy, uh, dominatrix like gear, and she hits people you with gave a her whip. The dominatrix job. It, that's not the name of it, but yes, exactly. And um, then my girlfriend helped pick which costume. It was the red dominatrix costume that she wanted uh the girl to wear so sounds like a hint to me <laughs> apparently uh so it, it's it's good it's just uh a lot of the move like one of the moves uh is like it's the guillotine where she puts one of her legs around the guy's throat and i'm just oh. like this this class makes me feel uncomfortable just to be able just even streaming it it just Oh, yeah, that's probably not a good game to stream, buddy. Ah, oh, no, it's fine. It's whatever. I mean, it, I, maybe it's, I, I don't know. I guess it's not any worse than, like, Soul Calibur. No, yeah, there's there's some creepy stuff in Soul Calibur, too, if you if you look at it with, uh... Ah, I forget what the name of that girl... I think it starts with an E, and she has, like, a, a, a chain whip sword. Ivy. 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 Yeah. That's... That's a bit awkward. Anyway, uh, and then another game released on Game Pass, because I have a problem, uh, called Breath Edge. And this game was okay. Uh, It is a survival game where you're trapped in space, and you're trying to get to, like, uh, evacuation point. And, um, well, a little bit of spoilers. So it took me a while before I was able to gather all the materials I had to and and get enough get enough radiation protection to actually be able to make it to the the evacuation point. And so I get to the evacuation point, I I get the engine in running order and I'm like, "All right." And you put your hands on the wheel and you press the start button and the ship flies away from you, so you're just sitting there with the steering wheel in your hand. And then it gives you more stuff to do. So, yeah, I'm not sure uh, how many chapters there are, but I thought I was like, all right, I'm done with the game. And I pressed the button and then I was not done with the game. So uh, I don't know if I'm going to continue the game. It was a nice sit down and play it once experience, but uh, I may you know, next week, pick it up. But there are so many games coming out like this month that I want to play. I want to play the new Pathfinder game. Um, the uh, Deathloop comes out this week. So I really oh, want to play that. Yeah. Yeah. There's There are a lot of games I want to sit down and play. I'm still playing through Yakuza Like a Dragon. I, I, might, not, I might have to quit my job and just play video games. That's what I might have to do. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I played some games. I played, obviously, obviously I played some Final Fantasy XI, but didn't, nothing really of note on that. 
let's move on to some news stories because we do have the PlayStation Showcase to go through, which thankfully it was very short, uh, but they crammed a lot of stuff into it. Uh, the first thing that I noticed, or the first thing that happened when I clicked on the stream, was there's this little game. I don't know if you guys know about it. Uh, Knights of the Old Republic? What's that? What's that? I, I it's, it's it's a it's a start start kind of fantasy game. Yeah, it's like fantasy start. Star it's like yeah, it's fantasy star. That's what it is. Um, no, uh, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, which was a game originally re- originally released for the original Xbox and PC way back when, uh, is getting a remake, and instead of being an Xbox exclusive, it is a PlayStation exclusive for pl- for the PlayStation Five. Um, oh no! Rumors have it that it is a timed exclusive, so it will be it will be released on the Xbox at some point. But for now, it's going to be PlayStation and PC exclusive. So who the fuck cares? Like, <laughs> just play it on PC. That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah. Uh, and and it was short. Basically, it just had a guy with a lightsaber. It's like Star Wars Kotor. And then that that was it. So they yeah. they didn't show I, I anything. Like that they're, they're just straight up calling these things remake now. They're not even like they're not they're not gonna like pretend that it's some kind of reboot or that like it's a it's a reimagining of the game. No, it's just it's a remake. That's it. Yeah, I wonder if they're because the one thing about Kotor that and I played through this last year. I played through the Ice of the Old Republic on my original Xbox last year, and I have to say the combat is not great. Um, yeah, I was I was just saying that last night uh, when when somebody brought it up that like because I'm I'm that's that's what you're saying, right? That you hope that the combat gets overhauled. I do. I just hope they don't break it. Like I, 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 I kind of, uh, it's, it's, it's weird because of course my nostalgia wants everything to be exactly the same, but I realize as a logical human being that we can change things and make them better, but I hope it just doesn't break the gameplay experience. Um, which I'm sure the developers have thought about that. So I don't. I don't know what they're going to do. Uh, they're probably not going to use like uh, the new the new Star Wars game that came out recently that my my brain is not the 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 Dark Souls like Star Wars game. Uh, I assume no. I assume they're not going to use that combat, but but I'm just curious how they're going to change the combat to make it more modern because the combat in those games even even when I was younger it wasn't great. Uh, so I, I have no idea, but of course we're going to have to wait and see. What do you, what do you guys I, think uh, might happen? Well, I, I will say that Aspire, uh, has a pretty good track record, uh, as far as being a, uh, a porting house. Um, that is kind of what they're most well known for, uh, mainly porting games to the Mac. Uh, and so like I, do have faith in them from a competency perspective because it is definitely not trivial to port things uh to different platforms and they have gone as far as uh porting 
Knights of the Old Republic to iOS. Uh, they ported Jade Empire to iOS as well as Android. Um, they added native widescreen resolutions to uh, Knights of the Old Republic 2 on PC, added Steam Workshop support. Um, so, like, they're, they're definitely a capable company. Uh, I would imagine that they will try their best to be faithful to the feel of the original game, um, but hopefully make the combat feel uh, more modernized in, in, in the same, it, but in the same, like, vein. Uh, I'm sure that, that, like, if you made animations prettier, you know, and stuff like that, that would be more than enough. Yeah. Obviously, I personally an action-based combat, but I know that would be a betrayal of the original game, so I don't really see them doing that. Uh, if anything, I would almost be... I'd be surprised if they kind of broke away from that, just because this is this is definitely going for the nostalgic group like yourself. Um, and there And there is kind of a hole in especially the console realm for games like this like it really since uh dragon age origins i don't know that there's been a game that really controlled quite like that on a console uh the closest would be like um xenoblade chronicles and obviously that's a nintendo property so um i remember when i played Dragon Age Origins. I actually played it on PC and I guess the console versions didn't get the exact same combat experience because with Origins on the PC you could scroll all the way out and have it behave like a Baldur's Gate game which was awesome. Uh, but the console uh, versions you wait, couldn't do that. What do you mean? Exactly. Like like you could you could scroll all the way out so you had an overhead view like an isometric over the head view and mm-hmm. control it like that where you select all your party members and stuff uh you couldn't actually yeah, you... go i thought you couldn't uh scroll that far with the console versions i know at least uh when i watched my friend play it on 360 he played almost exclusively in an isometric view um and it he it was like practically turn-based combat because he kept like, yeah. pausing time and like moving yeah. his characters around and stuff. That's uh that's what I did. It was it's it's definitely the best way to play if you're trying to be strategical. Um trying to do everything in real time is kind of a pain in the ass in that game. Uh and unless they overhaul the combat significantly, doing a real-time combat with Kotor would be pretty similar where it would just be kind of impossible to actually win fights so we'll see what happens obviously it is just at this point a teaser trailer so we have no idea what's what the gameplay is like we don't even know what the graphics are going to be like or if they're just going to be slightly upscaled versions of the original which i think would be <laughs> that hilarious. would be amazing <laughs> they put all this hype into this this brand new like super detailed cg trailer it's and just then... like an ai upscaling yeah <laughs> uh, native 4k but it's still like original xbox models yeah 
that's I played Final Fantasy X, uh, the the HD version a few years ago, like on the I think it was on the PS3, so a while ago, and I was like, this is so interesting because it's got the the HD models now, like everything's upscaled, like things are prettier, but it still has PlayStation Two movement. So everything's like super awkward and stilted, but looks pretty. It was hilarious. <laughs> um, so next game they covered, uh, again, it's just an announcement teaser. They show like a bar, people are yelling, and then Wolverine's claws come out of his hands. And they're the, oh my they're, gosh. the same people who made Spider-Man are making a Wolverine game. So X-Men and, Origins Wolverine 2. To be fair, Insomniac Game does have a really good track record. So I'm not super hyped, but I'm also not thinking that this is going to be a bad game. It's probably going to be pretty good. Um because yeah. Insomniac, they do make good games. Uh, generally speaking, from what I've seen, they they've made really good games. So uh we'll see what happens. And from what I understand, the Origins game was way better than the movie was. Which could it, would, be, could it be worse? I it could yeah, I mean, it could have been worse, but it, it wasn't from what I understand that game was actually pretty good c- compared to the source material especially. So It was. Um it and then of course they had anything to do with the movie, so Yeah. And of course they released that they're coming out with a Spider-Man 2 video game on the PS5. Uh which, of course, will be a sequel to the PS4 and PS5 game Spider-Man. Uh, and uh, Venom's going to be in it. So that's cool. I mean, yeah, I sure. I like Spider-Man and I like Venom, but part of me just really wants them to do something new. Because every Please. incarnation of Spider-Man we've had has had him like, oh, I'm in high school or and then like the second or third movie comes out with with Venom and then they end that series and they've got to do another one with Venom and then they've got to make another game with Venom and it's like you know he has other like people that he fights right no okay fine I mean, Venom Spider-Man's got like crazy robot claws on his back now yeah Iron yeah. Spider that's that's been around yeah. Uh, uh, now, now yeah, yeah. again, this is made by Insomniac, and I the first Spider-Man game on the PS4 was amazing. Like it was a really, really good game. It was an amazing Spider-Man game. Um, and I think that this is also going to be an amazing game. I have yet to play Miles Morales mainly because I don't want to play. I don't want to pay fifty dollars for that game. So I'm waiting until it goes down. Uh, but this is, yeah, this is a very, probably going to be a really good game. I'll probably have a lot of fun with it. Uh, but whatever. Now, uh, the next game they talked about was God of War Ragnarok, which is uh, a sequel to the God of War game that was released a few years ago. It apparently was really good, that, that God of War game. And uh, yeah. this is a sequel to that one, so he's still in the Norse mythology realm. I really can't wait until they get to like Christian 
mythology and you have like Kratos. What, what an original joke, Nathan. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah, that's, but, that's clever. You, you but to be, that's, but yep. first off, fuck you. Secondly, <laughs> um, but, but no, what? like what no are they made that joke yet? You're the first one. I'm going to ban you from my podcast. Uh, no, uh, but, but seriously, they're, they've done, um, they've done Greece. They can't really do Rome because it's the same. <laughs> like they he would just be like walking up and he'd be like, Zeus, why, why do you have a new mustache? He's like, no, no, I'm, I'm Jupiter. <laughs> I'm um, Zeus's twin brother. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, and they're, they're doing Norse and this is apparently going to be the end of his time doing Norse mythology. So are they going to move on to like Egyptian mythology next? Is that, I hope so. I mean, that's the only logical one I can think of off the top of my head um, is, is to move on. Cause there are, uh, there are a lot of gods you can fight in, in the Egyptian mythology and, and write a story around that. Um, Norse was kind of the, I can see why they went with Norse because Norse mythology, popular. yeah, it's super popular, and so they wanted to capitalize on that. Uh, but I just want to see where they're going kind next. Of fitting, like, I feel like I feel like Norse mythology is like full of big brawny boys that are looking to beat people up. That's true. That does tie in very well with Kratos's whole shtick. Of a big brawny boy who wants to beat people up. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Also, is that, so, is that Hugin? The, uh, uh, the, the crow. Is that is, that, is, that, is that supposed to? Yeah. Is that is that one of them? Is that uh, who's attacking him in the beginning there? I didn't know they could turn into people. Those are the only birds I can think of right now. I have no idea. I I don't know a bunch about uh Norse mythology, so no idea. I know they sometimes. The only thing I know about Hugin and Munin is that they go around the world and they they report back to Odin on all the stuff that's going on. I think maybe they can be like, "I'm a person now. I'm just checking stuff out." I have no. I, idea. I don't know if they could become like big ass fight birds though. Uh, she it, it, she just turned into a hot chick and then like tried to stab Kratos or something. Uh, yeah, I, don't I don't have a PS5, and I'm not getting one. So not I have one. one for these games. No, I mean, like it's tempting. I'll admit, like, like I want to play these games, but then I consider that, you know, there's like the the four hundred dollar buy in just for the console, and then on top of that, each of these games is going to be seventy dollars probably when they come yeah. out. Yeah. Because you know why not? It's just we're just gonna make games more expensive. Like, and I'm I'm not here for that. Nope. I've still got so many games on PC that I haven't played yet that I could be playing instead. And Deathloop is and, coming out. And Deathloop is coming out. Oh, That's that game. Add another one onto the list. Yeah, I have so many games I want to play. Right, like I at the beginning I of the year. I still haven't played through Prey. Yeah, like last month, I was like, man, I don't have really many many games I'm going to play. I'm going to play some Yakuza Like a Dragon, and then just like a bunch of games are releasing. I'm like, ah, shit. Now I got to play. I didn't even know about Pathfinder. 
the new Pathfinder game, and now I want to play that. And that's like an eighty-hour commitment. Uh, and then I got uh, Deathloop that I want to play, and there's a new Power Rangers tabletop game coming out. So, <sighs> oh well. Anyway, uh, no, I'm the glad next... I have a vacation coming up. Uh, my vacations are all. I'm traveling somewhere for the vacation, so I'm not going to be able to play games. My vacation is doing everything around the house for four days uh so i don't actually get to sleep all that much but hey it's gonna give me time to play video games yeah see Sounds i'm like not you could use the vacation from your vacation know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> that's so original uh <laughs> so uh gta 5 and Wasn't gta online joke yes it was uh gta 5 and gta online for new consoles delayed to march so they're delaying GTA 5 for the... How, why? It's been released how many times? <laughs> like, why is it getting delayed? What the fuck do they need to do? Well, you see, if we wait a little bit longer, we could sneak it into the next quarterly budget analysis. And I think it's, that would make I a bet, really great... I bet that's what it is. It's probably bet, something, but it's something uh, financial related. There's so no way it takes them more than, like, a couple of days to just fucking, like, recompile it for the new platform. Like... It, there's yeah. no way. Yeah, I don't um I don't get it. I don't I don't get why people are still buying that game, but you know, good for them. Good good for Rockstar. I, I know I just I also just said that you know, porting games to other platforms is not a trivial thing. I don't know, man, in the case of PS4 to PS5, they're basically the same console. So, well, and Xbox 1 to Xbox yeah, Series, Xbox yeah. 1 to Series X same yeah. fucking console man like it's already on pc you just yeah. port the pc version <laughs> like... it's, yeah it's all it's that is trivial it's not i mean yes it's gonna take them time i don't think it's gonna take however many months that is away to to make it happen unless they've got Probably one guy seems... doing the port <laughs> um one guy is working 80 hours a week uh, yeah yeah uh I, I i knew somebody who used to work at rockstar and he was like he was very excited to work at ben's studio because he's like yeah they're like i'm probably only gonna have to work 40 to 50 hours a week <laughs> instead of 70 which they wanted you to work pretty much every week at rockstar and it, it was one of those things where if you took a day off like you took a Saturday off, they would look down upon you for wanting to sleep or something. So yeah, that's not okay. Um, Uncharted remasters uh, for PS5 and PC. Um, Whoa, am I gonna finally play Uncharted? No, no. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, uh, I'll definitely. Nah. Or I'll con- I'll consider buying them on pc uh the uncharted legacy of thieves collection comprised of the remastered versions of 2016 uncharted 4 uh oh. and the 2017 Wait. standalone expansion the lost legacy Wait, so it's just four and and whatever that other uh, thing oh and the 2017 uncharted the lost legacy so it looks oh, like so it's not one through three on pc it doesn't look like it, no. Oh, I don't give a shit. And here's another thing we don't give a shit about. Gran Turismo 7 is launching in March as well. 
What's it coming to PS PS Five? Yeah, it's coming to PS Five. Uh, yeah, let me I just meant see. PC. My brain broke for a second. No, no, no. no. Uh, it's 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 oh, uh, I don't care. PlayStation Four and Five. Oh. Uh, we got another game that's hey. Every... You know, but before before we move on though, hmm. I want to say I'm looking at the UI in this game and it looks kind of kind of slick. Oh yeah, it's still doing the like pseudo PC interface thing on a console in some cases because they got a little fake mouse that's moving around and stuff. That's really cool. Yeah, Gran Turismo. I will say I don't like racing games that much, uh, especially when they're like simulation racing games like this. But yeah, I, 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 it, it, for a racing game, it looks really good. Um. And and can you still? I want to know because I haven't played a Gran Turismo game since. Well, I played a little bit of four. I haven't yeah. played really played one since three, right? Um, and I believe it was three that started the B spec mode, maybe. Um, where it's not a racing game anymore; it's a racing game manager simulator. Or, or racing manager management simulator, whereas you're not driving, you're the you're like the guy that that coaches the guy that's driving, and so you have this AI that's doing all of the actual driving for you, and you're like managing the finances and like the the tuning on the vehicle, and uh, you like making practice and all that stuff. So you're telling me they have a Gran Turismo lemonade stand? Yes. Uh essentially. They yeah. need they need to bring that mode back. I don't think that's in this, but uh, I have no idea. But they need to bring that mode back, but where you can like sabotage the guy if he's pissing you off. <laughs> Be like, "Oh no, I don't that's know what happened to his engine. It just exploded." That's something that, like uh and, and maybe it isn't Forza. I don't know. I have never played an actual Forza game besides uh Horizon 4, maybe. Um because like cuz that was like a big gimmick with uh, Forza on the on the Xbone, right? That they were like using the cloud to make an AI powered uh character for you to like so that you can race with your with other people online without actually, you know, racing with them. That'd be cool to like put that tech in but like make it to where the player can tweak those things themselves. Like like make the racer more aggressive and and act certain ways on certain courses and stuff. That'd be really neat. We yeah. need more of that. Yeah. I want more games where I don't actually have to play them. That's uh that's the world Aroa is looking for is games that just play themselves and he watches. Yo, yo I'm not lying when I say that I had the most fun playing a soccer game when I was playing the management simulation portion and not actually playing soccer. Oh Oh, oh, uh, this is this isn't even included in the the subject this week, uh, or in the topics this week. But the new WWE game is coming out in March as well, and they are bringing back GM mode, where you get is a that like where you're the manager. Yeah, you're or... the general manager, so you like make the shows and stuff. Oh. Is it... <laughs> Are they gonna? Are, okay, so again, 
never played any of these wrestling games in the modern age. Right. Uh, but I know that there was one where it was like, you could like set up like grudge matches between certain wrestlers and you could like pick like how their dialogue was going to go and, and stuff. Yeah. That's like, is it, is it going to have, does it have stuff like that? Like it's that. I believe so. So on the PlayStation two, I believe uh, one of the games or a couple of the games had a GM mode where like you had a promotion, like you had, you were in charge of SmackDown or raw and you went against the other promotion and whoever had the most money or, or like the most stars or something. I don't remember. I didn't do a lot of it. Um, but, but whoever had the higher ranking at the end of the, the season or the year or whatever was considered the winner of GM mode. Uh, and yeah, you, you made grudge matches, uh, you set up the card and all that jazz. And so I think that oh, so it's it, like, going to be similar like to you what you play it with another player like that uh, or, or like it was against was the AI. Your... It was against the AI. Oh, okay. But, uh, they will be bringing kind of back fun to play like online with somebody. Yeah. Just see who, who is, is the better manager can, or general manager. Yeah. Who, yeah. Who can manage the, the wrestling franchises is better. Yeah. I don't know anything about wrestling. That's that's okay. Neither does uh I will, I will neither do the writers on... for the writers for WWE <laughs> do not know anything about wrestling either. Uh <laughs> I if if they have that that mode as fleshed out as I would like it, I will consider getting that on PC assuming it comes on PC. It is going to be on PC and I'm going to be getting it. Obviously, I get all wrestling games. So, uh yeah. moving on, uh Project Eve. Oh, no, I forgot nope. about that one. No, Let's no, see. it's a, it's not a, it's a children's game. Yeah, it's this a... is not a game for children by the looks of it. Definitely not. Uh, I have no idea what happened because it was all in Korean. Uh, but game that makes me want to have children. With it is that Korean it looks, lady. It looks good. Uh, <laughs> it looks good. The game. It's a it's a hack and slash game. Uh, it's got a. Um, it's got some great a, a, a graphics assets. This, great yeah. assets. Yeah. Uh, they also had uh, yeah, um, yeah. This is the children game I was I was referring to. It is a uh, from the Kowloon Knights funded studio, Awa Keb. It's a charming what looking the fuck Awa Keb. That's no, no. I meant the the game. It's it's mm. Mario Odyssey. Yeah, basically. Um, you can warg into various animals. What are these words? Fuck you. Can warg into various animals and explore her tropical surroundings. Environmental That's destruction, a, it, however, threatens her tropical Game of paradise. Reference. That's uh, a Game of Thrones reference. Uh, she uses her special gifts to stop the danger. Okay. Uh, it looks okay. It looks fine. It's a, it's, it's a platformer. I'm sure it'll be okay. I don't give a shit. They needed something for kids. Whatever. They did. Uh, I'm really mad they haven't come out Korean with Korean lady ass. They haven't come out with another rock band game for the PS5, so that's upsetting. Uh, but other than well, that... Uh, the I, I don't think that Harmonix is exactly doing well financially in that area. I don't think so either. I do believe... They keep making board games. Yeah, I do believe that the PlayStation Showcase was pretty good. Uh, I would have liked to see some more about Star Wars, but I'm 99% sure they are in like early, early development right now. 
so they can't really show very much. Uh, oh, same yeah. thing with the same same thing with Spider Man and Wolverine. I'm not thinking they're going to be showing very much off because I think the Spider Man game, uh, it said that it was going to be released in yeah 2023. The they have no idea when their the Wolverine game is going to be put out, so probably 2024, I would imagine at the earliest. Um, and they showed a little bit of rack, like they showed off a trailer for God of War Ragnarok. I'm just not, I'm not sure that they showed off a lot of gameplay. They did show off a lot of gameplay of Project Eve. And if, if you're interested, take a look at that. But it, again, I, the entire trailer was in Korean, which is fine. I just couldn't understand what was going on. Yeah, uh, it just looks like a uh, a spectacle fighter, and I'm I'm good with that. I like those. Yeah, let's move on to another spectacle that happened, and that was the Epic versus Apple case, which honestly did not go on for as long as I thought it would. I thought this was going to be over. Well, yeah, it's not over. Uh, but they the the judge has issued what she feels is the correct form or the correct the correct legal expertise and i from a layman tend to disagree with her um neither apple nor epic necessarily won but if anyone were to claim victory uh it was mainly apple um but but neither one uh won everything that they wanted so apple uh judge can Gonzalez Rogers ruled in Epic's favor in one count per court documents. Uh, she determined that Apple violated California's unfair competition law, leading to the injunction, which is set to take effect in 90 days. Basically, um, you they're going to make it so that Apple has to allow for developers to put links to other websites for payment but not necessarily other payment options within their apps yeah um so you previously uh well currently they'll they'll be changing it shortly but uh you couldn't even mention the idea of buying a subscription or any product in your app unless it was purchasable through Apple's own marketplace. So through an in-app purchase, um, which is why you could, you can't currently uh, on the Bandcamp app uh, buy music. You can put it on your wish list, but you can't actually purchase any music because you can't buy it through Apple's in-app purchases because it just wouldn't fucking work. There's no way to set up an app in that way. It would be awful. Um, similarly, Netflix is probably probably the most well-known uh, weird situation with that. You can't buy a Netflix subscription through the iOS app. If you open Netflix on iOS and you don't have an account, uh, you don't have an option to even sign up for one. You you just have to figure out that you have to go on Netflix's website. They don't even give you a link. They can't do any of that. You just you have to know or you have to sign up somewhere else. Yeah. Bizarre. Um, and I, I like that they are allowing you to do that. So like Netflix, you're actually going to be able to sign up. 
you're going to be able to click a button. It'll take you to Netflix, and you're going to be able to sign up. Uh, they lost on every single... Epic lost on every single other account, which the judge stated it was because she didn't feel that uh, Apple had created a monopoly. Uh, which yeah. I tend to disagree with. Because um, it... it it might not necessarily be a monopoly because you can always go and buy an Android phone. Uh, but they have locked it down as such where if you have an iPhone, then you cannot really port your own, your, your put your own apps on there. There are ways around it and ways that you can do it, but for just a layman, it's not going to be possible. And... Uh, but like... That I don't think that's something that you can necessarily litigate away. Um, like, like the judge said that uh, success is is not a crime, and like that's that is ultimately kind of what you're looking at here is a matter of Apple just owns fifty five percent of the of the mobile market, and that's just kind of how things are. Um, they run their their shit how they run it. Uh, like, but I do think that targeting the app store specifically is something that, uh, that, that can bring on change. I don't think you're, that we're ever going to get a, a judge to say, no, you need to be able to sideload apps. Um, because there, there is plenty of technology out there that does not allow you to like run unsigned code on it um every like that would mean that game consoles wouldn't be able to have like any kind of protections from that for Perfect. example good let I me mean, run yeah, on it would be a great thing yeah <laughs> but uh, well, i don't and, think and, that's, that's gonna and happen. the from what i understand the xbox actually allows you to do that you can sign up for a developer account and run like uh What's that thing? Yeah. Oh goodness. Uh, you can you can retro put it in development arch. Mode. Yeah, and you can run at yeah. retro arch on it and play PlayStation Two games on your Xbox Series X, which is yeah, hilarious. It's a matter of of Microsoft allows you to do that. They yeah. are not obligated to do that. Uh, True. And like so, Apple, I don't think can be made to be obligated to allow that. However, I do think that this is this can allow for changing of app store policies to make it to where instead of needing to link out to another website to do an in-app or to do a purchase, they'll simply be able to do like with the new, uh, the new windows store, how you'll be able to run your own payment uh, provider through your application without it being a breach of, of Apple's terms. So it, in Fortnite, for example, because that's, you know, obviously the main thing, you'd be able to buy V-Bucks without leaving the app, but also without paying Apple anything. I think that that's something that could end up happening. Um, but as but as far as, like, the, the being able to sideload things, I, I am skeptical of the idea that that, that would be some kind of like non-compete or anti-competitive or anti-trust kind of thing. Yeah. 
but I do like that at least Epic won uh, something. They, From what I understand, they also were like, okay, hey, can we have our de- development account back? And Apple's like, no, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, they also ah, come on, were man. like, hey, can... Hey, uh, will can we release Fortnite in South Korea? And, and yeah, Apple was like, "No, but oh. you had to change stuff because South Korea changed their shit." No, it's so silly. It's, it's whatever. Uh, and uh, and there were some because they ruled in Epic's or in Apple's favor on some of the antitrust stuff. Basically, it made it so that Epic has to pay the 30% royalty fee that Apple wants them to pay, demands them to pay to be on the Apple, uh, you know, app store or whatever. Yeah, which is why Fortnite is not on iOS. Yeah. And so uh, Epic has to pay them like $4 million. It's like $3.1 million or something like that, which is... 30% 30% of their 12 point something million dollars that they made on iOS, which is a lot of money for just Apple devices to play Fortnite on your iPhone. Like, is that, is that seriously a thing people do is play for like, well, third person shooters on their iPhone? Is that, am I old? I think you're talking about like everyone between eight to 18. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I don't I just I don't see playing a a shooter with touch controls as being fun at all. Yeah, I don't I, I played Fortnite when it was on the App Store for a very short time. And uh it was awful on mobile. I bet absolutely awful. I bet. Um let's move on. We're gonna talk about Tripwire. I did we mention this last week where the guy ruined his entire career? I think it was two, I don't, two weeks ago. I don't know. But I'll, also, I, on the, the lawsuit, one last thing. They're going to appeal this, by the oh, way. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And it, it will go to uh, is it the Ninth Circuit. Yeah, higher yeah. courts. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so Tripwire, anyway. uh, there was a guy, John Gibson, who came out on Twitter and was like, Oh yeah, Texas. We, I support your your shitty shitty abortion laws, and everyone was like, "Uh, no." And I think Aroa uh, deleted the game from your your Steam account. I did. I deleted. Uh, uh, I deleted all the Killing Floor games from my Steam account because, uh, fuck them. And yeah. Uh, I, I know uh, I think it was I think Connor said wouldn't a, would a negative review make more of an impact? Uh, I don't think so. Only because uh, Steam has provisions for review bombings. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Steam has anything for if you delete a game from your account because that will also drive down total playtime. Like that that directly hits like the metrics that 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 company uses, and it's it's going to make it's going to make their numbers look worse in, yeah. in most aspects. Cause it's nope. going to, it's going to mean that there are fewer people who, ha- who own the game, fewer people who have played the game and fewer time played. Like, I, I, I think it's team would be, I, I figured steam would have been smart enough to keep on calculating that. But if your removal of that means I don't want to participate in these metrics anymore. Yeah. That's a good call. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, lots of people getting mad at John Gibson because the, uh, the majority of people are against these super restrictive abortion laws. Um, and in case, in case you don't know, it's, these are, these abortion laws are bullshit. Um, and the way that they are being enforced is that let's say Aroa gets pregnant, uh, and then has abortions. Congratulations. But then he's like, you know what? I don't want to have a baby. And so Aroa gets an abortion, uh, at seven weeks. Um, the doctor who gave the abortion can be put in prison for 99 years. Um, the Uber or Lyft driver, we did talk about it because of the Uber and Lyft drivers. Um, we talked about the law. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Uber or Lyft driver or person who gave the, the girl, the, the Roa ride, uh, could get put in prison, I believe. And the way that it is enforced is they can, they can be sued for ten thousand dollars. They can be sued. Well, can they be sued for ten thousand dollars? Well, I, I yeah. know the girl can be sued for ten thousand dollars, but also gets like a 25, 25 years in prison for I, I don't for having know. an abortion. I don't know about the prison part, but I do know that anybody who helps in in yeah. facilitating the abortion. Can and, also be sued individually for, and that's for and that's the way that it is enforced. It is not being quote enforced by the government. They're getting around it because it's going to be civil lawsuits. Like I would personally have to sue Aroa for this, for for quote breaking the law, and uh, so it's bullshit. And so huge backlash. People, you know, review bombing Killing Floor and getting rid of the game and saying they're never going to buy it. And so John Gibson has, quote, stepped down from his position at the company following a comment he made supporting the controversial anti-abortion law that passed in Texas. Um, It says the comments given by John Gibson are of his own opinion and do not reflect those at Tripwire Interactive as a company, because what the fuck? Uh, his comment dis- disregarded the values of our whole team, our partners and a much broader community. Um, says adding that leadership at Tripwire is deeply sorry and committed to taking swift action. The statement notes that John Gibson has stepped down as CEO effective immediately. His interim successor, Alan Winston has been at Tripwire since it launched in 2005 and will work to address concerns raised by employees and partners over the last day. So yeah, he's, he's effectively ruined his career though. I think he still has, ownership of the company so he's still going to make money off of this so i would say at unless he gets con- like fully out of ownership of the company like where he's not going to be making any money i would not support this company uh until that happens which means a game i was actually kind of looking forward to chivalry 2 uh, I will not be i will not be getting and obviously i'm uh, not going to be playing actually, any killing floor so game. It, it, in the case of Chivalry 2, um, you don't have to. You okay. don't have to, to boycott that. Uh, Shipwright Studios, uh, unless unless Tripwire is still publishing it. I don't think they are, though. It says... Uh, Shipwright Studios, I thought, was, was the ones who worked on it, and they have canceled all existing oh. contracts with, okay. 
with uh, Tripwire. Interesting. Good, 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 good. Um, so yeah, the bad, bad, stupid John Gibson, and uh, he came out and said like, "I am, I am." pro-life and also a game developer and like i guess they did some weird censorship in one of the killing floor games where like there was a a a scantily clad lady they had like kind of covered up because he didn't like the the scantily clad lady in there but then you still like can rip her head off like you can still shoot (laughs) her head off with a fucking pistol like what the what yeah, good fuck? Christian morals. Good Christian morals. Like, those games definitely do not elevate uh, Jesus or anything. Or, like, um, uh, the guy who made Five Nights at Freddy's, right? Like, his games were not as, like, bloody and stuff. And I could see him came, coming up and being like, you know, I tried to make my games with Christian morals, and, and so I didn't do anything, like horrendous or anything like that in the games but like this guy children die. made killing floor children die in those games well they do in the bible too well but i'm saying like like the the one of the big reveals in i think the third game is that all of the animatronics act the way that they do because they're possessed by the souls of murdered children oh yeah weren't they like shoved into the animatronics yeah, well, they were murdered, and then their bodies were put in there to hide them. Man, games are fun. <laughs> I would really like, like those wh- games if they were good. Like, if the gameplay didn't of, suck. Yeah, because, like, like, Pizza Simulator uh, reveals that, like, one of the main guys, his daughter, was was accidentally killed. Like, she was just left out in the cold and died of exposure. Like it, it, <laughs> it's so fucked up. Uh, yeah. So why is it that Christian developers are making the fucking creepiest games? That's what I wonder. <laughs> so maybe they they have something to say about uh their their actual faith. Uh, let's move on. And this is something that I believe a robot brought up. Uh, it looks like Twitch is suing hate bots. Uh. Yeah, so it's two particular users who have developed essentially platforms for uh, sending hate raids, which uh, if you don't know what a hate raid is, um, it's where someone will organize a Twitch raid wherein you send a bunch of viewers to someone. supposed to be a positive thing. supposed to be a thing where like, hey, I'm done streaming. Let's go raid my buddy. And then they go do that, and it's like, wow, I've got 10,000 viewers, oh my gosh! Uh, but instead, uh, this is a a group that raids someone, and whether it is actual human chatters or bots, uh, they then flood the chat with uh, uh, the N-word and, and other slurs, and like, uh, Hitler was right, and you know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's incredibly stressful for a lot of people because usually it's uh usually it's people who are already uh marginalized yeah you know it's it's lgbtq people uh you know and it's just awful um 
so yeah, the, these are these are people who were able to uh, generate upwards of like three thousand bots in a very small amount of time, and then just kind of flood uh, individuals' uh, channels with uh, with with these hate raids. There's really nothing you can do about it either, uh, which is really fucked up. So, yeah, Twitch is is suing these two individuals uh, who are responsible for for essentially harassing a number of people. Um, and hopefully will uh, you know ruin their lives. Hopefully, we'll we'll see what happens. Um, somehow, I... somehow they're suing them for like breach of contract. Uh. And some other I, stuff. I would assume you sign a terms of service when you yeah. sign up for Twitch, so they probably I don't know how exactly that. you can sue somebody for one point three million dollars over that. But there's also like unfair competition, violation of the anti cyber squatting consumer protection act, and trademark infringement. So um Oh wait, oh this that was uh that was for other bot makers. That this is this is something different. Oh, okay. okay. The I guess the the other one was like bot makers who like use the Twitch name and shit. Um, let's see. Uh, Twitch initially took action on these these people by suspending and then permanently banning their accounts. However, they evaded Twitch's bans by creating new Twitch accounts and then continually altered their self-described hate raid code to avoid detection and suspension by Twitch. Uh, the complaint alleges that cruise control and creatine overdose still operate accounts under Twitch aliases, as well as thousands of bot accounts to conduct hate raids, and that both users claim in the lawsuit's words that they can, quote, generate thousands of bots in minutes for this purpose, unquote. Twitch alleges that cruise control is responsible for about 3,000 bots associated with these recent hate raids. So... That's yeah. uh, pretty wild. I um haven't been hate rated, but I have had yeah. a lot of bots. Um, I've had a lot of bots come and follow me, all with the same name. Uh, so it's like Hoss underscore underscore zero three one seven and then Hoss underscore 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 zero three one seven and underscore three one seven all that. Um, yeah, I and, think that that is is something um, like how uh, YouTube bots work. Yeah, where uh, they'll join a random channel uh, for a few minutes and then jump back to the channel that they're supposed to be boosting, so that they look less like bots. Oh, yeah. So I've got a lot of those, and then I had somebody come in that was just like follow this person on Instagram and they just like copy and paste it over and over and over and over and over again. Uh, yeah, didn't work. before I was, before I was able to block them. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's annoying. It's really annoying. I got 10 new followers on Friday, all of which were bots. Uh, so it's, it's not good. I don't like it. And I Which hope is, that uh... they're able to get rid of it. Twitch is taking uh, taking a page out of the old uh, World of Warcraft handbook, huh? What's that? The bots everywhere. <laughs> That's yes, bots everywhere. 
Um, I mean, I've I've seen Twitch have bots throughout the years, um, but nothing this bad. A lot of times I've had where, you know, somebody will come in and be like, hey, buyfreefollows.com. Uh, yeah. And then, you, you know, it'll automatically block them or something and you'll move on with your day. But this is just, it's pretty ridiculous. And I've seen it happen uh, on Twitter. Uh, where you know people have posted that yeah we've had uh, you know we've had tons of bots that have just gone and uh, like followed us and they all have the same name the Hoss name and it's really annoying and hopefully they fix it hopefully they're able to find out a way to make it so it doesn't happen that much anyway anybody have anybody else have anything to add to that. Nope. Nope. No, it does not like seem like more, it. Yeah, well, you need to have, like, time to do that, I think. I need to have time. Yeah. Uh, quit your job. You're, you're, you're financially stable enough where you can just quit your job, right? Oh, no, no. Um, obviously, I think that ending things like hate streams is obviously a good call. Hard to say how much money value you put on that sort of thing, but... I mean, th this is sort of the case where I think a slap on the wrist is just fine. Stop being an asshole, asshole. Yeah. Um, and I don't understand the appeal of stuff like this. Like hate, hate streams and stuff. Like, I, like trolling people and uh, I just don't understand it. it. How is it? Like, you know, I've use cheats in games before but i don't understand how getting an aim bot in a fps game is fun oh it makes him feel so good like, i guess it makes me feel so good that i cheat to be other people like it doesn't appeal to me um but you know when i'm playing a single player game and there's a puzzle i can't figure out i'm just like screw it i'm just gonna look it up uh but that's a single player game. It's not like a it's not like I'm playing against Connor and we're competing on it. So I don't know how that's fun. And same thing with this. I don't know how it's fun to just hate raid people. Like, wouldn't you rather just be playing a video game? Right. Like, wouldn't you rather do literally anything else than just try to ruin somebody's day? And then there's people like Aroa who are like, I love it when the game plays itself for me. I just want to sit back and watch and giggle. It is true. I do and do I do enjoy that. Yeah, but uh, I also have been a cheater in an online game before, and I can tell you, it just feels really empty after a little while. Yeah, I remember like I, when we played um, uh, fr uh, Friday the Thirteenth, and you you didn't cheat in that game. I just remember that uh, when you were Jason, you uh, decided to play Smash Mouth super loud and oh, run yeah. around. Oh, yeah. people. So, so that that is that has nothing to do with being a mic spamming troll. That is still very fun, uh, <laughs> and will always be very fun. That's been yes. fun since the Halo days, man. Um, which apparently, Dead by Daylight, uh, you cannot do that in. You cannot. Um, no, that's why I don't play it. If I can and... mic spam as the killer in Dead by Daylight, I would play that game every day. I um. I. I was talking to a friend who does play Dead by Daylight. I don't like Dead by Daylight, but my friend does. 
And they were like, you know, it would be fun to have that option available. And then you could like bust in and be like, hey, have you uh, heard about your car's extended warranty? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just random that stuff like that. Is for some reason really popular and I don't know where it came from. It, it's come from I get calls all the time <laughs> where bots are like, we have, we're calling to talk to you about your extended warranty. Uh, like it was a it was a bit on fucking Germa's dollhouse stream, and I was like, I don't understand. I've never gotten one of these calls. I get them all the time, all the time. You are lucky, my friend. Uh, when I first got my cell phone number years ago, apparently there was a guy named Harold who had my phone number, and so I would get calls and be like, Hey, is Harold there? And I'd be like, No, Harold's not here. And they'd be like, Okay, bye. Uh, no, this is Patrick. <laughs> Yeah, and then I for years it finally ended a couple four years ago. Uh, killed Harold. Yeah, I killed Harold. No, uh, I finally stopped getting calls, but he had a lot of things in collections, and so people would just call me and be like, "Hey, is Harold around?" And I'd be like, "No, he got a new number. Stop calling me." Uh, and so I don't know if my name or my phone number is in some list that some bot got access to and it's now just I every day I get a call about my extended warranty or a new credit card like oh my credit card is is over the limit and I need to get a new one or something like that like every single fucking day and it's annoying anyway uh we are at the end of our show I want to say thank you Aroa for being here no problem and I would like to say thank you Cyberpunk Monk for being here so uh, we watch anime. Yes, we do. So uh, we play League. We don't. And we don't use Skype anymore either. Hit me up on Skype, boy. Yeah. Uh, I want to say thank you for being oh here. Oh, my God. Guys, that's and... what he's saying. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, everyone. It's been, <laughs> it's been like how many years have we used that same song? I don't know, like 10 what did you think he was saying? I couldn't understand him. Yeah, he says, hit me up on Skype, boy. Like, like as Dude. soon as it starts fading out, all I hear is... Bloom, 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 bloom. Oh, thank you all for listening. <laughs> we'll be back next week with some more uh, hopefully exciting news uh, that we don't just throw together and hope that our podcast comes out okay. Uh, thank you, and uh, see you guys then. Bye. Uh... This podcast... A-OK. -okay.